0: Charlotte's home for the JT Sounds Off Show, Sunday nights at 7, on your radio, ESPN 730 Charlotte. Watch the live broadcast at JT Sounds Off via Facebook Live.
1: Yeah! Welcome! Inside the JT Sounds Off Show, good to be alive unless your name is Alex Rodriguez. Oh, we'll cover that and a bunch more. This is the JT Sounds Off Show on ESPN Charlotte and the ESPN app. Good to have you guys in on a Sunday fun day. It is our special time here, 1 p.m. kickoff through the month of August. Usual time slot you'll find us at 7 p.m. We'll head back that way in September, but for now, it is good to be here and always love to hear from you on the show or anytime throughout the week for that matter. At JT Sounds Off is how you can get interactive with the show. We keep it simple for you at JT Sounds Off, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It doesn't matter. Put it in, you'll find us, and please do sound off as well as your bang bang of the week. You want to get a shout out here in the world of sports? Some of you might be ready to give a shout out. To Alex Rodriguez or maybe the New York Yankees for kicking Alex Rodriguez out if that's the case send in your bang bang we will take him here on the air today good to be here Sunday fun day all right we'll get to the A-Rod stuff in a little bit but I got to get to what happened last night at the Pro Football Hall of Fame because it was quite emotional and I, and I love the Pro Football Hall of Fame for a number of reasons but this one probably sticks out the most and that is, we always talk about like a list of people in our life or just people that we just, we don't know, but boy, we would really love to have like five minutes, grab a cup of coffee, pick their brains, and just have that opportunity to have like a one-on-one. I know for my wife, it, you know, it would probably be like Bill Clinton would be on the list. That's somebody that she admires and would love to just pick his brain. So and everybody's got their personal taste out there who that might be on your list. You can send yours in here to the show if you wish to do so. It could be politics. It could be somebody in entertainment, a musician, past or present, an athlete, past or present. I'm sure many of you, maybe Muhammad Ali would be on that list. Whatever the case may be. We all have that.
0: Terrell Owens.
1: Terrell Owens. Well, you've had that opportunity for Terrell Owens. Speaking of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, we were there back in 2010 to cover it live from Canton, and you had a... Opportunity, which I got to admit, she killed it. Absolutely killed it. A one-on-one with Terrell Owens interview. That was pretty cool.
0: My sports hero.
1: Pretty cool moment for me. Just kind of sitting back, and we're in this room. We'll insert this story here, and we're we're in a hotel, so it's a um, what do you call a banquet room? So a bunch of tables around us, and the players come in. They'll sit at the tables, and you get a bunch of media members. Of course, everybody was waiting for Terrell Owens to come in, and. He comes into the room, and I'm chatting with, I I forget who it was. It might have been Corey Dillon. It might have been another player. But I just remember hearing the laughter from the other side of the room. And everybody was just chuckling. And I look up to see what was going on. And indeed, it's my wife who is interviewing Cincinnati Bengals players. Remember, Tara Lowens at the time played for the Bengals. And she was just having a good old time.
0: And I snuck in. I wasn't probably supposed to be there. I w- I had like this little notebook. I was pretending that I was writing what he was saying down, but I wasn't.
1: That's hilarious. You probably weren't supposed to be there. No, you had a media credential, you know. But <laughs> but it's not like you went to school to be a part of the media right. or, or journalism. But I tell you what, of all the skills that she has, add another one to the list. She can easily jump in a room and interview anybody. And. She had an opportunity and to do he, that with Terrell Owens. And
0: I must say, he loved me. His guy came in like five minutes later and said, Terrell, you're free to go. Your media time is over. And he said, no, I'm enjoying this. I'm going to stay longer. All right, they don't rub like,
1: it in, please. Their mouths lo- were You're hanging glowing right now too much. <laughs> that
0: was amazing. I'd like more time with him. I know. Is what I was saying.
1: Oh, believe me. No, I know. I know where you're going with this. I'm only having a little fun. And uh, you killed it. You absolutely killed it. Uh, proud of you still to this day. Um, so yeah, w- point is, we have those people. You've had the opportunity to interview Car- Terrell Owens. We have those people that are on our short list who we would love to have like 10 minutes with. Grab a cup of coffee, uh, whatever it happens to be. Go to Starbucks, X person, just to have an opportunity to talk with them. Pick their brains. And that's what I love about the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's not necessarily our opportunity to pick their brains, but boy, the stories. I absolutely love the stories that we get at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's tremendous. And we've got guys who like we admire in our younger days or maybe, maybe even in the present day, whatever it happens to be. We watch them become great athletes. Some of the all-time greats, obviously, if you're going to the Hall of Fame. We even watch some of these coaches. Or in the case of the San Francisco owner who got in yesterday, Eddie Bardo Jr. got in. And I was just amazed at some of these things that these guys had to say yesterday. It's just really, really cool. It's a unique opportunity for them to open up. And half of them probably don't even like, enjoy this moment. But if you're going to get to the Hall of Fame and it is the ultimate, the ultimate appreciation for your life's work and your career, then you're going to have to give a few words. And it was funny because Marvin Harrison, who said yesterday that he, wanted, he didn't want to be too quick. He said, I've broken a lot of records, but I'm not going to break the record for shortest speech in Hall of Fame history. Didn't want to do that. And he was fast. I mean, he was going down his rundown pretty quick. But I guess he did not get the shortest speech there in uh, Hall of Fame history. So mission accomplished. Tony Dungy stood out for me, saying he was a small group of men, just 10 of them, if you can believe that. 10 African-American assistant coaches in the entire NFL. Many of them never got the chance to move up the coaching ladder like I did. But they were so important to the progress of this league. Those men were like my dad. They didn't complain about the lack of opportunities. They found a way to make the situation better. They were role models and mentors for me and my generation of young African-American players. Very, very cool moment. And I just love watching these guys open up because that's what this is. I mean, th- even for them, as they are in the days leading up to the Pro Football Hall of Fame and their acceptance speech, they're probably thinking, this is going to be, I'm nervous, but it's going to fly by. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to stick to the script. And next thing you know, you're on the stage and you're just opening up the floodgates. It just starts happening. You see friends and family, people that meant, mean the world to you yesterday as they do today, and going forward, and you just want to let them know. Very, very unique opportunity there to hear some of the stories. Eddie DiBartolo Jr. Pretty cool story that he shared about Jerry Rice. Saying, Jerry Rice came to camp with this really high haircut, and the guys called him Fifi. You know why Jerry looked so pretty on the field all the time? Because the man hated to be wet. He'd go to the locker room and change his uniform two or three times in a game. And that's true. I had no idea. So we get a little inside information on the great Jerry Rice. Kevin Green went in to the Hall of Fame. Very cool hearing him. Although the the choice of word, I don't believe we can share on the radio here. But I wonder if Vegas had an over-under. If you saw the speech, you know what I'm talking about. If you didn't, go back and look at it. You'll know what I'm talking about. He was fired up. Love Kevin Green. Pretty cool watching him. And I like that he gave some love to the Carolina Panthers. I actually gave a shout-out to Sam Mills, great Carolina Panther. And then, quote, some love to my Carolina brothers. Very, very cool moment there. And the one that we were all waiting for, obviously was number four, Brett Favre. And I got to tell you, I don't know much about Brett Favre other than I think he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I think that he's a warrior on the field. He's a heck of a competitor. Loves to give everything he's got. But everything else, I had no idea. And that's why the Pro Football Hall of Fame, once again, it's that unique opportunity to see these players in a whole different sense. That they actually have emotion and feeling and and they appreciate those who not only helped pave the path for them, but also those who were their support system. And you could tell Brett Favre, listening to his speech, 36 minutes, record-breaking Hall of Fame speech. And by the way, he didn't care. He actually got the 8 to 10 minute warning at 30 minutes. Who decides that? I don't know. I get that you have to like keep these in check so it doesn't go on and on and on. But it's Brett Favre. He's one of the greatest ever. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. I was enjoying it. Actually, I couldn't decide if I wanted Brett Favre to stop because the tears were coming out of my eyes just listening to Brett Favre. Or if I wanted him to keep going because I was so drawn into what he was saying and all the emotion and learning more about Brett Favre and the relationship he had with his mother-in-law choked him up with his own mother and, of course, his father. Very, very intense.
0: My favorite part of his speech was that he said he got one scholarship to play for college. One. He got one chance and he took it and made the most of it.
1: And it wasn't even like a slam dunk. He actually had to like, kind of like sell himself to Southern Mississippi. It was, it, it was an opportunity that he saw and he went for it. But yeah, hard to believe. Brett Favre, only one scholarship. Crazy. I don't know what's crazier that or the fact that he got drafted and then got traded. Poor Atlanta Falcons. And then Brett Favre... The big question, I guess, the elephant in the room, perhaps, I don't know. For there, It was a question amongst a lot of people. Would Brett Favre be remembered as X team? Vikings, Jets, but no, we all knew. We all knew inside, and I'm glad that he cleared the air on that so there's no still withstanding question. But no, Brett Favre says he will be remembered, forever remembered, as a Green Bay Packer, and that he should. Talked about how awkward it was going back to Green Bay. He also talked about his wife and the relationship that he had with her. I thought that was cool because, you know, I share a unique relationship with my wife as well because we met in high school. Well, Brett Favre tops that. <laughs> because he ran into his wife, I think, it was when he was like 14 years old.
0: Gosh, I'm jealous. I wish I met you when I was 14.
1: It would have been awesome, as it is today.
0: They were playing basketball outside as kids. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, pretty cool story. Just another example of these, you know, great opportunity listening to these speeches. And Brett Farber's, when, you know, maybe one of the, like, minority cases where he literally unloaded everything. A man who wears his emotion on his sleeve. I can appreciate that. Definitely can appreciate that. And just to hear some of the tough love that he got from his dad, who was his biggest fan, but not his biggest cheerleader. But I guess it's that tough love that got Brett Favre where he is. And it was pretty cool listening to the story about Brett Favre talking about his pops. And he was waiting for him to get out of the coach's office. Overheard a conversation his dad was having with, I guess, some of the assistant coaches or whoever happens to be in the room there. It was dark. He was listening. I happened to overhear his dad saying that his son will rebound. He will have a better game. And that was Brett Favre's, I guess, the notion of that you know, being that one small opportunity where he can hear his dad actually have faith in him.
0: Right, confidence.
1: Yeah, have confidence in his abilities and that he promised that you know Brett will rise above and certainly, Brett said he used that for his motivation. The thing that got me the... Oh, my... I don't know. there's so many of these moments here where I, I was just like... All right, Kleenex, all right? That's all I'm going to say. Kleenex. I think we went through a couple of boxes yesterday. But the, the moment that really hit me was Brett Favre wanting to get to the Hall of Fame for his dad. Because when his dad passed away... He actually pushed himself from that moment to get to the Hall of Fame because his dad couldn't be here to share that with him that moment yesterday. And I guess that answers the question of many of us were wondering and maybe even got a little bit agitated. The Brett Favre retirement, the Brett Favre unretirement. Okay, I'm retiring again. Psych, I'm not going to retire. (laughs)
0: I loved that, by the way. I loved every time he came out of retirement. I drafted him on my team the following season. I say, if you've got it in you, keep playing. Who cares?
1: It was confusing. I was wondering, what is Brett Favre doing here? He's toying with our emotions. But all we care about is our emotions. I mean, obviously, there has to be a rhyme or reason. But there are... At the same time, there is no like demand that he has to release that rhyme or reason. We should just respect the fact that the man doesn't want to hang him up and he wants to keep going. But it got to a point where it was just like, oh, come on, Brett. You're dragging this on.
0: Now we know why.
1: Now we know why. He wanted to make sure he got to the Hall of Fame for his pops. That's pretty dang cool. JT Sounds Off Show, ESPN Charlotte. Speaking of Hall of Fame, particular player most definitely on his way to the hall of fame in baseball we'll talk about him that is your opening sound off here in the jt sounds off show covering it all from the players who play the games to the stories that surround them jt sounds off on espn charlotte and worldwide via the espn app